Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Modern Model. I'm Salitha. And I'm Brandy. And we have our guest. <laughs> we have our guest here today. His name is Keanu, but he goes by Kiki too. So just so he can like introduce himself, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> hi everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So before we get into like our questions and everything else, we we usually do like highlights of the week. Um, do you do you want to go first? You're our guest. <laughs> like, do you want to go first? Oh, my highlight of the week. Okay. Uh, I know it's only Tuesday, but I know yeah. I know you can do the last week because that's <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'll say I'll go with this week. I just started a new job, and so it's my second week. I'm still in like orientation training. And yesterday, the, um, I don't know what to call her, like our main uh, walking us through training this week, mm -hmm. uh, she just gave a speech on like showing up every day as your authentic self. And if you know oh. me, if you follow me, you know, that's like a huge part of like my life, my saying. And I literally teared up in the Zoom meeting when her like just, it wasn't even a long speech. It was like five sentences, but she's like, show up as who you are. And so I'm like, I'm at the right company. Like I'm at the right place. Like this I is love amazing. that. Yeah, I love that, and I love your nails too. <laughs> like, you. nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do Do you want to go sleep? That maybe. Sure. <laughs> I was like, I'm always like, sleep. What was yours? I have to think. Um. So, I played knockout at my office today. It was basketball, and I at first wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't going to sign up at first because I kind of go into the office like once a week, but I went today and I did pretty good because I played basketball for six years when like growing up and I have been really rusty this past weekend. I was like, okay, let's just shoot at the park. And I did terrible, but I didn't embarrass myself today. So like, <laughs> yeah. look at you. I didn't wait, 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 wait. I did not we've known each other. So like, it's not like, I, we're, this never came up. You played for six years. Yes, I did. I didn't know. Like I knew your sister oh played basketball. Okay. Anyways, yeah. that's something. <laughs> something. Yeah. I like, okay. I was like, let me not get into my story of basketball. I was horrible, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like really bad. Um, but my past week, it was fun. I had spring break. Um, I won't have that when I start working because <laughs> I'm no. like, I'm in my last semester of my master's. So I'm almost done. And I'm just like, okay, let me enjoy the spring break. And we went apartment hunting and I will say it has been successful um, out of a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> it's been <laughs> successful. So uh, nothing but positives and good vibes right now. And <laughs> I'm very thankful. Yeah, but, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, you're gonna visit me, so like. <laughs> so, oh yeah, like that's not even a question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's gonna be great. But now back to you, <laughs> Kiki. Yeah, back to Keanu. <laughs> Can yeah. you tell us a little bit of your background and you know growing up, how that has been like for you? Yeah, so originally I was born and raised in Texas, a small town called Joshua, Texas. I went to high school in my town, Joshua. I went to school called Tarleton State University. At the time, it's smaller. They're like D1 now. They've grown. And then after I received my master's in communication studies, 
I was panicking. I was like, what am I going to do? Um, I literally I was graduating in August. So it's like a weird summer. And I knew I wanted to work in higher education. And that's how my week of my graduation was the week I had a job offer from the University of Arkansas for Greek housing, a coordinator for Greek housing. And I had not even visited and they even send the interview that like normally we do an on-campus, but you know, you're the candidate we want. So we're offering the position. So my drive to Arkansas was to start my job was like my first time to ever visit Arkansas. And then I ended up living there for five years. And I was like, I guess this makes me an Arkansan. And like we just said at the beginning of this, I miss Fayetteville so much. It's like, I always tell people it's like a Hallmark town or like Littlefoot, the land before time. It's like the Great Valley. Like, it's just so beautiful and like such like a hidden gem. Oh my gosh. That's actually such a great description. A Hallmark. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing. <laughs> Cause I'm like, when I usually tell people about like Fayetteville, they're like, and I'm like, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart headquarters are there because it's just a lost look and I'm like it's Walmart yes yeah no that's awesome and you had a job right out there and that was your first time like how was your transition like did you know anyone there or was it just kind of like I got the job moving to a city new city yes like exactly I I'm smiling now like that was so wild um I was just really wanting a job and I knew like there wasn't a place in my like parents house like there's literally nowhere I could go so just panicking I'm like what am I gonna be doing and so when I received the offer I was like yes and you just went for it no I started from scratch which is crazy like I didn't know anyone I didn't know like yeah literally nothing I never been to the University of Arkansas and I really made it my home like I said like I really miss it do you think that you are a spontaneous person in general or that was you stepping out of your comfort zone? I It's so funny you asked that because I will say I am not spontaneous at all, but I'm thinking about my life decisions and it's like moving to Arkansas, never being there, applying for a Netflix show, just going on this Netflix show. So I'm like, maybe I am spontaneous, but I, I just deny it. <laughs> or it just works out. Yes. Like life is just full of surprises. Um, so because you brought up, um, the Netflix show, which, um, is very exciting. How was that process like when you got on the show or applied? Was it stressful? It's very like, even now I'm like, I can't believe that happened. I was working at the university of Arkansas. And at this point I knew I wanted a job search. Like I had my position at this point as coordinator for residence education of Pomfret Hall. Pomfret Hall is like my my yeah. baby and I was in this position for three years so at that time when you're a coordinator it's usually like okay you need to like move on up or you know um, move on to the next thing and so I was job applying but I didn't I had no idea where I wanted to go I didn't know if higher education was still for me and I my friends have always told me like you need to apply for a reality show and they really want me to do Big Brother but I've never really watched Big Brother and so I saw this ad on TikTok and being a millennial, I was like, I don't trust it. So I went to Instagram, which like Instagram has any more like accuracy, but I saw on Instagram, the same ads. So I'm like, okay, I, I think I want to apply, sent it to my friend. And she was like, of course, like, yes, apply. And I actually the same day applied for the circle and this, it had no, like, it did not tell you it was for Netflix. It was just like casting for a major streaming platform if you're wanting a life change, wanting to move to Austin, Texas. 
Um, and it marketed as like a documentary, documentary, is that I say the word right? Style. Yeah. Um, and the next week I got a call and I remember how they worded it. It didn't say like reality show. And so I was like, what job did I apply for in Austin, Texas? And I, I could not remember. And I was like, wait, I was like, this is that reality show. And the summer of what was this 2021? Yeah, I felt like I was had like one interview each week. And then in August, they called me on a Tuesday and they're like, hey, we really would like you to join the main cast. Can you move? Can you get here Thursday? And so it was a fast like calling my boss. I thought I could do a leave of absence. And they end up saying like, you know, you, we can't do that. Unfortunately, you need to resign. And of course I lived in the dorm Pomfort Hall. So it was like also like, well, if I'm resigning, you're also like, you know, got to move out of the apartment. So it was, it was a whirlwind. Sorry, I feel like I'm speaking a lot, but no, that was like the application process. Yeah, no, I heard about some of those things because you shared it on the show. I, I watched the show. I have like three episodes left, but Brandy watched the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to ask, there's, I have so many questions. Um, so did you have an interest for reality or going into media while you were you know, working your day job before, like, or was it a random application? Um, yes and no. In that, like, I used to think, I, and I still do, I want to do like entertainment hosting. Like when I was younger, E! News host was like my dream job. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to college, I just kind of fell in love with higher education and like at the University of Arkansas, like my job was wild but I got to help so many students each day. Um, but I, I like, I knew like reality, being on a reality show was a dream, but I've never applied. So that's why I say the no part is like, I've never like applied for anything. Like that was my first time to apply for like that in the circle, yeah. like yeah, putting myself out there. It. Yes. Okay, cool. And but did you have to submit so many things like what makes it different submitting for a reality show versus you know trying to cast for a movie yes I it was like um little bios and then you had to make like record yourself um, a short video and then that's when they call you back it was really like a zoom interview and you, you kind of have like a not an agent like a recruiter and so you know he's the one following up with you each week on like more questions and I don't know I was like I don't know if it's weird to give advice I always say like just be yourself but also I know like they're looking for a selling point I never like typed in my interview like I'm a like a you know a gay virgin but during that first uh meeting I remember my recruiter saying like wait so you're a virgin I'm like well I don't tell people that but and so I feel like, you know, gay virgin probably like stuck out to them and kept me going. Yeah, <laughs> that's so interesting because <laughs> it's like, it's like a very intimate um, like type of interview where it's like, we want to know deep things, like yes. deeper than what you would say. Like that's something for your close friends and you have to like tell them, okay, this is about me or something. I don't know. That's interesting. Did you have like, any reservations like especially when you started getting towards the end like oh like I don't know like this is all happening so fast did you like have any reservations and what kind of made you say okay for sure I'm gonna do this I remember oh my gosh there's like two big moments that were really hard 
So uh, the first one, which I didn't know is Netflix still at this point, but I was already passed on um, to someone who was like coordinating the possibility of going on the show. And you still had to sign, you had to sign paperwork, you know, like basically getting you ready for it. It didn't guarantee any things, but they told us, but you know, it's like part of the process. And I was just like, can I do this? Like I am... I wasn't out like 10%, 18% people in my life knew I was gay, but you know, like my students at Arkansas, a majority of them didn't know. And so I was just like, who am I, am I going on? Like, is this like, I don't, you know, I don't know what platform is going to be on. Like, is this worth going out there telling your story? Yeah. And um, that, of course, that recruiter, like she like helped me. Um, and then the night before I had to leave, I just remember it was like, I was packing a course really late. It's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. My friends that were helping me had already left. And I remember I called one of my, I think that I called or maybe I text one of my best friends, Grace, who was a CRE at Arkansas with me. And she actually went to, she's from Arkansas too. And she's back in Arkansas now. But anyway, um, I called her and I was like, what am I doing? Like, can I do this? And they're like, yes, like take a breath. But and I, I, just remember, I remember leaving Pomfret Hall, like crying. I was like, this is crazy. Was it all worth it to you? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I'm so happy. Like, especially when I'm in Austin, I'm like, I, sometimes I'm scared. I'm like, am I about to die? Like, is God giving me all this good stuff because something like crazy is about to happen? Or it's just like, I'm living for one. I didn't realize, which I love, again, I loved my life up until this point, but I didn't realize how much, I was not living by being closeted. And so now it's like mm-hmm. basic things make me tear up, but I think it's just cause I'm so not used to like doing them or enjoying them. So it's been amazing. I owe it to the show. Yeah, no. And I, I totally understand that. Sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, life is so perfect right now. And then you're like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Yes. <laughs> but being on the reality TV show, how much different is it to find genuine people in that industry versus day to day? getting into the hard questions y'all and again I didn't say this in the beginning like I'm always open to feedback so please correct me or anything if I say something like um but oh my gosh I haven't really shared this yet this is kind of hard um I will say it is hard um Uh well both Mm -hmm. so when the show first came out being in Texas not a lot of reality stars or Netflix people, you know, are based here. They're more in LA or New York. And so it was hard when the show first came out because I like wanted support, but there wasn't really support except there were three people that like come to my mind right away, which was um, Courtney from season two of the circle. And then from season three, Rachel and Sophia were like three people that just DM me right away. Like, welcome to the Netflix family. Like we're here for you. And those are the three like realest people, my best friends like now. Um, but again, they're in, they were separate States. So it was like, you know, just Instagram. And again, I really don't know them. So it was like, um, I don't know, not, I guess difficult, but eventually I meet them in person. I was so scared to meet them, but they are like, it's huge supporters because it's like, I still have my best friends who keep me grounded, but sometimes I'm dealing with stuff I don't even know how to express and they, they get it. I'm able to say it, but I will say I've learned the hard lesson actually really, really recently in that um, 
and Isha kind of warned me, uh, like Isha told me if I ever go to LA, be careful because people will assume I'm fake, but she's like, you're not fake. You're just like, I don't know if it's like Southern or my personality. She's like, you're genuine, but she's like, just be careful. And Courtney gave me the same advice. Um, but I've just met people that I thought were really close to me. And then I turns out like they're using me for like clout and that's like really hard. I think it's just because I'm a trustworthy person or like I never, I can pick up, but you know, you can pick up if you're in a room with someone, you're like, they don't want to like deal with me. Right. But I think what's scary or hard is like people like this, they don't give you that vibe, you know? And so I'm like, I would, it is hard now that I got to be cautious on like, I guess people's intentions. Um, but I will say, that was really only one instance. And so I probably sound sad right now because it just hurt me really hard. I've made a lot of like really good friends from the experience. Did that answer the question or do y'all have anything? Yeah, no, it no. did. Yeah. Did. I, yeah, we appreciate you being very transparent and vulnerable about that too. Yeah, because I don't know, that's so, it's so interesting how like things shift once something like pivotal like that happens in your life. It is just like, sometimes people's interactions aren't as pure as your own and so that's like oh that's annoying but I'm glad you have people that you have as your ground base and you know also those that you've met that understand what you're going through especially like in the realm of like reality tv or just even being on Netflix like that's huge so it's something really exciting but it also comes with like okay who understands this too? Yes. So, uh, yeah. And I will say like, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm right now at least on just one show. I don't, I don't see my, I see myself. I'm like, I don't know what, what, what are we, D, E, F list celebrities, but I'm like, I don't even use that word. I'm like, I'm so normal, but I think because Texas, maybe there's not that many people. Cause in Austin it is wild. I love the love. Like I will get stopped every like second. It's amazing. Um, but when people do try to like, I laugh at people trying to get clout because I'm like, I don't have clout. Like I'm like, maybe have Instagram followers, but I'm like, I'm so normal. Like I'm not like, you know, this rich, famous person. So it, it's just very interesting to me. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, because some people do get on a show like that and they do start acting like they are this rich, famous person. And that's really nice to hear that you're still you. And you have the people in your life to also give you that balance of what's reality and keep you from, you know, losing yourself or whatever. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. No, that was definitely one of the main reasons. It's like your your personality kind of like transcends through the screen and you just seem like such a sweet person. I was like, ah. Salita, I want to see you come on our oh. podcast, especially since you're in Arkansas, like University of Arkansas alum. I was like, ooh, let me ask. And so. I will, we like, woo pick suey. There's so many of us out there. Like I will be in Arkansas and people will come up and they're like, oh my gosh, hogs. And I'm like, oh, I'm like Arkansas. And like, even the DMs, people are like, oh my gosh, like sending you love from Arkansas. And so I, I have loved that, that. Like, I don't know, just keeping Fayetteville in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I used to, I used to almost be like offended because I'm like, um, people will be like, they make me feel like I'm, they do make me feel like I'm a celebrity. And again, I'm like, I'm not, but people will say, and then people would say, you're not, um, how are they worded? At first it made me sad because they'd be like, 
you're you're relatable like saying you know like most celebrities it's like well I'm not gonna be like you know J-Lo or someone but they're trying to say that like they appreciated how relatable I was and I also love that like I want to continue like on social media or if I continue on television like I represent the people like you know I'm like I'm the people like I'm this ordinary country boy that like made it you know yeah and no and I I see that through you like on the tv screen too like I just the the thing about your show y'all show is that like I'm not a huge like reality show watcher but when I watched this one it was the most realistic that that I've ever seen and so I really appreciated that and that's what made it very interesting to watch oh thank you yeah um I do have a question um like uh, relating to like being in the industry do you think it's harder when you have like a bigger platform in those industries or do you think it has to look like do, do you think it depends on where you're looking for friends that it makes it harder or like meeting people like let's say if you're going to like some event do you think it's harder to meet people there or does it just depend on who's there <laughs> rather than yes. where it's at? I say both. Um, one is um, one easier in that like people know who I am. And so, you know, I'll, I'll get to meet people and they're like, I already know you. They're like, I know you don't know me. Um, and so, you know, I get, I have already like they've seen that. Um, also like, uh, people I think will help me out and it's like so I went at South by Southwest I went to like a lot of like different like little parties and I was able to meet people I thought were like huge because of like who I am like the coordinators just knew who I was but the flip side of that is also like some of the genuine people I'm meeting I've noticed I think they have a guard up at first because they assume either like I think I'm all that or I think like not that I'm threatening, you know, but I have this thing where I'm like, once you know me, it's like, I, I, I do not think I'm all that at all. And if anything, like I'm very trustworthy, but I laugh because some of my friends that are becoming my closer friends, I told them, I was like, I was intimidated by you, but I was like, I could tell that they just had this wall up at like, does he think he's all that because he's just on the show, you know, um, yeah. at least that's been my experience. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate that some people think that everyone who has been on a show like acts that way but at the same time it's like I guess I get I get why they act that way but I, you know it's whatever I yes. I don't know but what was the biggest lesson you've learned while being on that show biggest lesson is probably gonna sound cheesy but everyone knows I'm a cheesy person already I would say um it's like never too late to like live your authentic self. Like I, I'm, I'm 28. That's how old when we also, people don't realize we filmed recently. It was August to November um, when we filmed. And so, you know, at 28, I do feel like I have a late start, but like I said, I'm so emotional now. And I, I was never this emotional. I think it's because like, I'm so happy and that like, I'm finally living like life as myself doing things I want to want, like want to do like no fear, but I do get DMs from people in their thirties and their forties that are like, 
just coming out or even just like trying a career change or moving states. And so I would say like, there's so much to live for in life. And if you're living life, like authentically, you know, you're going to find this happiness that I didn't know existed until recently. And so I think the show taught me like, you need to live life as your authentic self in order to like find like the purest joy. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love that. It makes me so happy because that's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's so like, that's something super important because it's kind of, sometimes it can be hard. And so that's like, I don't know, that, that's really nice. <laughs> I will say that I remember being 25 in my Pomford apartment, like crying, not having plans on Friday night, like not knowing if life's going to get like any better. And like here I'm at 28, enjoying life. Sometimes I don't even know what the next day looks like. And again, like I'm still like trying to find an apartment, just starting a whole new career, but I'm so happy. And so I will say anyone out there like struggling, or if you are in a dark time, like again, sounding so cheesy, but like you have to hang on to hope or see the light. And yes, like, you know, it took me three years, but you know, there is always like that light. And so I will say that like, you know, it wasn't always like easier dream for me, but right now it feels like every day is a dream. So what are your next plans? Like, what are your, what are you looking forward to? That's what I, my friend actually told me this. I like taking the quote, she was like, you're not starting a new chapter. She's like, you're like starting a new book. And I love that. I was like, yes, like I'm taking that with me. I would say I just started a new career. Um, I'm actually working at TikTok. It's an entry level position, but it's just reaching out to brands if they want to advertise, but it's a whole new world for me. Like right now I'm in training and I'm like, I am in a room full of people that are way smarter than me. But to me, like that is like how you become successful. Like you do not need to be the smartest person in the room. So right now I'm like excited for the opportunity to learn, to grow. I do want to continue like entertainment. I feel like for people of color, for the queer community, there's still not enough representation. And so I want to like, I feel like I'm already out there. I'm like, I want to continue like representing, making space for us. Um, but I say like, I obviously have my TikTok job because on the side, I want my own little kiki empire. So I don't want to have to rely, you know, just on these little gigs or shows and so I'm hopefully or putting it out there um you know I'm hoping I'm just on the rise of like this new me and new career Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yes that's so exciting and I mean I know I I think we said congrats but like congrats like that's so awesome because it's just like especially to find a a job community or like career community that you feel accepted in, like, you know, just how you said, like she was saying, be your authentic self, but that's something that you're, you live by. And so that's awesome to like find yes. your, your place. Yeah. Oh, LinkedIn still sends me new jobs that I should apply for and stuff. And TikTok like appeared on my app when I was leaving work today. And I was like, what? And now you're talking about TikTok. Oh my gosh, this might be a sign. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, that's a sign. <laughs> Are you moving to Austin? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? I'm like, hey, I mean, you can be a little bit closer to where I live. Sleep there. Uh, true. Oh my gosh. No, that's, that's super awesome. Um, super awesome, y'all. <laughs> that's how you know I'm like literally in a parking lot y'all but (laughs) but yeah no I just I your story and just like 
all that you've done and accomplished, it's just, it's so awesome. It's amazing. And just to see how you're able to gracefully transition into that as well, because this is like a different stage of your life is really nice to see. Like it really is. Mm -hmm. And I think the experiences that you've gone through and shared are definitely relatable, especially to our listeners, because it's not ever too late to, I mean, I have even at one point in my life, because I already graduated college felt like, okay, if I don't do this now, then like my life is going to be over. And that's not true, you know? Mm -hmm. So anything can happen at any age. So yeah, I'll put a time limit on life. Um, But before we wrap up, we did want to shout out, Kiki has his own podcast with his friend, Natalie. It's called she was also on the show. Yes, she's she's on the show. And yeah, it's called Hopeful and Horny. You guys should check it out. It's on I want to say all streaming platforms. So yes. Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, like check it out. Um, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We loved having you on. We will be back <laughs> with another episode. Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central. And yeah, I, I, we know we say usually every week, but it's becoming more of a bi-monthly thing. So hopefully week after next, we'll have another episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Anchor app and a few other platforms. And we'll see you guys again. Bye, y'all.